Welcome to the Weekend Sports Buzz. We are recording a special episode of the Weekend Sports Buzz. This is not on the radio. We are recording today, Sunday, May 31st, 2020. I'm Kelly Patrick, joined in studio today by Steve Driver. Steve, how are you, sir? Awesome, man. We got my man Brandon Bishop. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing great, sir. How are you? Doing very well, Chris Embry. Chris, how are you, sir? Doing great, man. Glad to be back. Yeah. We've had to take a little bit of a hiatus from recording the weekend sports buzz at the station. What has it been? Three three months? Quarter of a year? That's insane. We can cuss on this episode, guys. We can cuss. What the fuck is going on? It's chaos. You know, we really need sports back, and uh, it's definitely the cure for the virus. I had a high temperature the other day. <laughs> I went outside, hit a three, went away. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Need sports, especially football in my case. Um, I mean, it's going to be hard doing the show, you know, without talking about everything that's going on. But In case shit gets a little off off the, the rails, okay? Yep. No, no, no. Yes. That, that's going to prompt us. I've got some sound effects. You okay. put that in there specifically what, for me, right? You, <laughs> that's the Chris Embry drop. What are you missing most right now? NBA playoffs? What am I missing most? What kind of question is that? Uh, uh, training jujitsu for me personally. Yeah. You could probably still train though, right? Like yeah. In, but in the, your basement? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to be... With who? Yeah. At the gym waiting for the door to open up tomorrow morning. Probably about... 5.30 or 6 in the morning. That's how tomorrow. bad I'm it, waiting. It'll be packed. The, the YMCA opens tomorrow? Yeah, except you know what? A big benefit for me of going to the YMCA. Dropping your kids off? Bringing my son, bringing my daughter with me. My son can play basketball. Guess what? Can't do that even tomorrow. Is the daycare open? I don't know. A bunch of restrictions. I don't want to get too too far off okay, track. But YMCA is not open tomorrow for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been. Um, they probably need to replace all the windows or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need to. You know, I bu- I have some rollerblades. I've been rollerblading every day. That sounds pretty masculine, right, Brandon? Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you like rollerblading, Chris? No, but sex has been really good for the uh, exercise department. Okay. So you know, uh, you know, hey, if I was good younger, for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. I had to spice it up. <laughs> you know, you find ways to uh, burn those calories when you're uh, limited to your options. So, uh, no. I mean, there's going to be a lot of baby. There's going to be a baby boom, right? I would think. Yeah. With maybe, everybody locked in. Maybe. I lots don't know. of booms. Yep. Divorce, baby. Yeah. Domestic violence. My whole life is so structured normally. You guys see me every Sunday morning, right? Usually. Uh, yeah, right? Until we, we lost the right to. Prior to this, you see me every Sunday morning. You see me at the same Gracie Jiu-Jitsu of Kentucky every Monday at noon, normally Tuesday at noon, Friday at noon, Saturday, all morning till about 2, 
p.m. All that's taken off the schedule for me, so my schedule's all fucked up. One last thing off topic. Um, you know when they say domestic violence has gone up, it's kind of weird. Like, you wouldn't think, hey, I have more time on my hands. I'm going to beat my wife. It, you know, it should just be, domestic violence should just be like a flat line. You either beat up your wife or you don't, right? It's not, hey, I don't, I'm, I'm home from work, you know? I got extra time on my hand. What should I do, So you it's, know? it's not like first degree domestic violence versus I just, like. I just don't know how it's gone up. I mean, people are just like, eh, I got more time on my hands, what, you know? Steve, what, what you're, if you don't get along with your partner, on you the chart, time. On the chart, it should be a, a straight line. What That's you're what saying, Steve, is Steve is saying, call me old-fashioned, but I like the good old days back when. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm saying at consistency. all. <laughs> He's just calling for consistency. I'm just saying, you know, I don't see how it's gone up. Except that you're around each other a lot more. What about people who travel for a living no longer travel? and They're, they're around their spouse a lot more. I still travel for a living. I'm Do just you? saying I think they probably but, beat their wife anyway. You know. It's not because they have more time on their hands <laughs> that they found, you know, I don't know how to articulate I, it When well, you can't but. pay the bills, though, when there's a lot of other issues you throw in the mix, you add that stress and then people. How much longer do you think it'll be before ESPN starts airing that as a sport? They start televising domestic violence as oh a sport. <laughs> They're getting desperate. Well, uh, it's okay to beat your wife as long as you have a mask on. Oh my god! You know, I mean, you know. Well, the the weekend sports buzz is brought to you by Louisville Combat Academy. They will be back in tomorrow in action tomorrow. Yeah, located at seven nine zero eight Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky four zero two two eight. Louisville Combat Academy has the most active MMA fighters out of any gym in the state of Kentucky. We certainly appreciate their support. <sighs> what, what what fucking sports can we talk Man, about? I think the NBA playoffs will be back first. Okay. I th- or actually, hockey is, but I mean, I don't think we can talk about that much. I just want the playoffs to start. You know, let's Who's going to win the we finals? Need, we need to get the season over with. Who's going to win the finals? Um, I'll probably be rooting for the, the Lakers. Just I don't know why. Just they excite me. Whoever the people that control the NBA now they're gonna picks pl- to win it. They're, they're gonna, gonna play it. in Orlando, <laughs> no, so you're not gonna have any home fans. So that hurts some teams that are very good at home. Helps teams that aren't good at home. Do you think all the players will agree to come back and play under yeah. these weird conditions? I think they want to finish the season. Uh, they do, but I mean, have you heard some of these germaphobe type players that are really scared of? They're not going to bring back every team. It'll just be... What? Oh, just the teams? No, I think they'll have a few play-in games. There'll be around 22 teams or something like that. That's what I heard. Okay. But, you know, teams that didn't have good home court advantages, you know, this will be good for them to play in Florida. Like the Clippers, a home game for them, if they were playing the Lakers, would probably be a home game for the Lakers. You know? Mm -hmm. Just because Staples Center... Will sports ever go back to the way they were prior to uh, the pandemic? Hmm. The plan. I mean, yeah, the plan. I pandemic. think so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, because, you know, the thing is, they're already saying that uh, new normal, all these words, you know. I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, you've got all these arenas and stuff. If you're going to change it, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to expect. 
There are some advantages to us recording the weekend sports buzz in this format. Some. We can use profanity. Um, you know, a couple were able to record. That's a plus. Um, some of the negative drawbacks is a lot of our listeners, like The Truth and Carolina Steve, are not able to listen live and then participate in the show, which kind of sucks. Yeah. We're going to try to call a couple of our guys on the air. I believe we've got Mo that will, that will have a quick segment and talk to us about sports. I don't even know what the hell we're going to talk about. Oh, come on, man. I know There's always something. NFL. I, I can get you started get, right now. Let's folks. hear. Let's Steve. Steve um, Driver, update me on let's what's... Let's talk about... We are, we are the weekend sports wise. I normally host the Kelly Patrick Show podcast. That's about combat sports. Steve Driver, what's up with sports? NFL, NBA. I know your um, childhood, you know, what you watch, what sports you watch as a kid, and I think what will get you more ex- most excited is, did you, I don't know if you saw any of the Jordan doc. I did. Okay. What a documentary. Now. The Last Dance. you guys see that? No. no I haven't seen Chris, it. I did. Yeah. Steve, did you? Yeah. And I didn't watch all of it. I, I just watched some parts to it. But what did, what did you, uh, what's your overall thoughts on that? My overall thoughts on that. Because I know you have Kareem number one, right? I do. I always put Kareem number one. Okay, which is just stu- be- which is stupid. But <laughs> who do you have number one? Huh? Uh, Jordan, for the sake of yeah, the playing devil's advocate. Instead of ignoring no, who's the I all-time mean, leader in rebounds, no, all-time I mean, leader in scoring, yeah, but uh, the best college basketball player ever. And what's rep- it, his signature moment is Magic Johnson doing his move to win a finals game. You know. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You know, as far as sensationalism to win three, with that theory, retire, let's go ahead and say and win three sensationalism. You're right. However, based on that logic, Mike Tyson's the best boxer ever because of his sensationalism, right, Steve? Same thing. He he lost. Jordan lost plenty. He not, was eliminated not in the finals, in the, though. Not in the finals, though. But look back at the beginning of his career; he was getting booted from the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't flawless. Plus, you know, now I, Jordan's up there. He's in the conversation. Would you say he was, like, the ultimate teammate? Because, to me, the guy was, like, this. I'm the team, and you guys are here to make me the greatest. Mm-hmm. Maybe, hey, I'm just saying, look back at it. A lot of times, come he, on, how many was, shots did he He was he a dick. He was a dick. He was. I have a few problems with the, with the doc, though. Uh, his team was unbelievable. It was the best team in the league. I don't think it's the greatest team of all time. The 96, 72, I, and 10 I am of the thinking that athletes get better as time goes on. And, you know, 10 years from now, we'll see the greatest team ever, or 20 years. Okay. You know, I think the, the what was it, the 18, 17, 18 Warriors, probably the best team ever when Durant was there. Okay. I don't even think it's close. I mean, I don't. And, you know, to. For people that say defense was tougher in the '90s, I think that's bullshit too. Okay, you could hit, you could foul people hard. You're telling me the athletes were better and defense was better. They played ten feet off of them mm-hmm. on the perimeter. The and game was very different. Very people different. didn't shoot three pointers near as much as they but, do now. You know, I just, I just don't like. I don't. A lot that what bugs me is you know a lot of today's athletes couldn't cut it back then. I, I don't and like that, that conversation me. either, but but because. Although they may have been more physical back then, that was the rules. Yeah. The you rules adjust, dictated right? yeah. that. LeBron James, for example, flops, 
He does. He's physical. Those are the rules. Yeah, he, he plays within the rules. That's kind of on the refs. I'm not saying LeBron's better than Jordan or anything. If someone tells me Jordan's better than LeBron, I'm like, okay, let's hear your argument. I'm not going to say he's an idiot for saying that. Same goes for if someone says LeBron's better. I think they're all in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And Kareem, in my opinion, is certainly in that conversation too. I think people, yeah, Steve, what kind of look did you just give me there? Were you rolling your yeah, eyes? My wife says that to me a lot, and I don't even notice I, I do it. I you just rolled you your eyes at me. No, I was. I think it's me thinking a lot. Okay. I look up in there. But um, what, What's your rebuttal you, to me saying Kareem deserves to be in that conversation? Because your look He's just in the said conversation. I don't, think he, I don't know if he's number one. Okay, I'm cool. But with have that. you ever gone back and watched any of these old games from the late 80s, early 90s, even if it's a finals game? Yeah. I just don't. I mean, it doesn't hold up nowadays, right? Okay. <laughs> they they look like they're not as athletic, yeah. not as talented. Okay. Um, yeah, they're way more athletic now. Uh, that's pretty obvious. Watching it, you're right. Um, but in that parameter, I mean, was it entertaining then? I don't know. What, in the saying? '90s, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, some of those clips that I really liked from the uh, the Last Dance were. Involving those 90s Knicks teams with Oakley and Anthony Mason and John Starks and shit like that. And nostalgia is significant for me. I'm 36 years old. I loved watching that shit. Dennis Rodman, I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. I still do. I love Dennis Rodman. Is he bisexual? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Is that why you love him? Um, Yes. Is he super weird? Is he super weird is what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Does he hang out with Kim Jong Un? <laughs> no. The guy is. I'll tell you this, man. He added an aspect to the game that still hasn't been replicated since him. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, you know, you've had Ben Wallace, like the big reap. Yeah, that's, good. that's a good comparison. If there's such thing as a comparison, I think Ben Wallace, a little bit different skill set. He was more of a shot blocker than Rodman ever was. Right. However, minimal offensive game. Knew his yeah. fucking role about six eight six nine. Yeah. Yeah, and and won multiple defensive player of the year awards. So I'm with you. Uh, I just want to dispel the idea that defense was better back then. You could hand check back then, but hey, if you can't hand check today, won't you? Wouldn't you have to be better at actually playing defense and staying in front of a guy mm-hmm. if you can't mm-hmm. hand check him the entire time? Sure. I don't know. I I think you know. I think Jordan would dominate today, and I think a lot of the stars today would dominate then. If you have LeBron at the three-point line and no one is within 10 feet and he gets a running start at the basket, <laughs> I think he'd do pretty well. Yeah, the fact that there's really not many big men now, um, you're looking at almost – it's not a totally different game, but it's about 20% different. A lot just, of those guys back then wouldn't, wouldn't have a spot in today's game. That's you know? right. I mean, Shaq would, would, wouldn't be able to play. I th- he'd make it. Would Bill Lambeer be starting right, on the team? But, but they wouldn't play the same way if Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They would switch. They would change it a little bit. But Gosh, I love Shaq so much. I do, too. Yeah. He was so good. I love Shaq. Uh, I love everything about Shaq. I think one of the I love that I every time I go to the store, I see him on some random sponsorship. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Gold Bond or yeah. General <laughs> Insurance. General. <laughs> The general? Yeah. yeah. General insu- the like the animated yeah. general. Okay, but everything. I saw some shit the other day. I was inside of Staples. Papa John's. He said Papa John's, okay. But but I saw some <laughs> like printer company. And he's like this. 
<laughs> I, I endorse this printer company. Good for him. You yeah. know, I some would do the, that some too. Some of the most memorable series of my life are those Kings-Lakers series. Okay. What players stand out to you from those series? Memories. They were both so stacked. Even the Kings from top to bottom were uh, or Robert Ori, uh, Vlade Divac, uh, not Jason Williams, Mike Bibby, Doug Christie, Peja Stoyakovich. Bobby Jackson. Oh, shit. Coming off the bench, Bobby Jackson. Turk Glue was with him for a while. Turk Glue, High Sox, Bobby Jackson. I remember. Bra- uh, Brian Miller. Okay. You mean you mean uh, Brad Miller? Brad Miller. Brad Miller. And then out of was, Purdue. Out of was, Purdue. Who was the long hair? Pollock. Scott Pollard. Pollard. Scott Pollard yeah, with the headband. Kansas, with the it? headband. Yep. Dude, they were loaded. Um, so, what do you guys think about and um, the refs? The refs cheated. <laughs> Donahue was on that series. <laughs> Donahue oh, was on that right. fucking series. What about Donahue? They didn't even put any asterisks on those games that he caught. Some what of them the were so fuck. What the fuck? We can say that on this. The Kings probably deserved something. Yeah. Because they were, you know, some of the foul calls were, you know, the Lakers would be behind at half, and then in the second half they'd have 30 fouls go yep. their way. Um, so I'm going to switch uh, conversation real quick to college basketball. With um, If the students don't come back for college basketball, will they start back? And if they do start back without – uh, fans and, and stuff, um, is it going to even be watchable with no fans? I think it's more about college, college football's first in rotation. Right? right, right, right. There's too much money to be made. I think they'll make it happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. How do you not talk about what's going on when we're talking about the future of it does, sports? It, yeah, yeah, that's a good I point. I don't know how to it talk It does relate it. to college basketball in that – not taking a side here, Republican governors seem to be handling the coronavirus one way. Democratic governors seem to be handling it another way. The state of Indiana, for example, you say the gyms open up tomorrow, right? Yep. June 1st. They've already been opened up in Indiana. People can play basketball in Indiana. You can do different shit if you just drive across the bridge. So, follow me here. Indiana Hoosiers basketball has an advantage. Tim Hinkle. Hink. Haven't heard from him in a while on the weekend sports buzz. I know we're live, but he is not happy specifically because what does Hink care about? He cares about the Kentucky Wildcats. Mm. Okay. Certain states get to practice and shit right now, whereas Kentucky doesn't. That impacts things. Uh, I would say that impacts things. Multiple months of practice, whereas it's illegal for your the teams you're going to be playing against to, to compete. Or to practice? I don't know, man. I, I don't think the attendance, I don't think the viewership of sports overall is going to recover back to pre-pandemic because sports may not be in their hierarchy of things. I think sports may have went down in the rung of importance of things. I know that might sound crazy. A lot of people need the distraction, but I don't know if people are actually going to spend a lot of money to I, to see it in person as they did prior. Nationally, okay. We're going to have our man Gary Love. He responded to me. We're going to have him for a brief segment here over the phone soon, okay? He'll want to update us on college basketball. Yep. That's significant. Talk to my man Dugan Ryan, owner of the station. One recurring theme over the years, he and I have been close friends for about 10, almost 10 years now, is play the hits, right? College Mm -hmm. basketball is playing the hits in this market. 
Yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, what do you think about this Zion thing where he supposedly got paid is getting subpoenaed? There's been a bunch of weird shit going on with that stuff. Have you followed that at all, Steve? No, I haven't. Okay. Oh my god. To educate us, educate us, Chris. Well, I mean, as as much as I know, um, his uh, Zion Williamson's agent uh, turned on him and basically. Uh, came out and said that he got money from Nike and Duke. No. <laughs> uh, but here's that that's not the crazy part. She's actually taking him to court, and she is trying to depose Zion to speaking about this. Um, of course, they're, it's, they're not going to make him speak because money talks. They, he's, he's not going to have to speak. Nothing's going to happen to Duke, but come on, man. All of the elite players are getting paid. It's not – I'm not just trying to throw Duke. I mean, come on, man. It's Let's a, go ahead and say it. Probably a Kentucky, too. It pro- yeah. Indirectly or directly, Steve, I don't know. Are you shocked that I said that? No. no. Probably still at Louisville. Prob- I'll say that. Yeah. Okay? Even though all this crazy shit's going down, yeah. additional punitive action against Louisville, if you want good players, I'm convinced you're somehow paying for them still. Um. Right? In the future. Or you're going to go down to getting recruits like uh, Bellerman or something. In the future, people will look back and say the players that didn't get paid. Um, well, I got to watch. Well, we're, we're not on air. What so can I, I say here? What, what, what button is it? This one? Oh, is that what it is? The, 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 the Facebook Live listeners do not know what noise that is. But if we go off too far into conspiracy theory. That's my button. I didn't even download that to it. They might be able to hear well, it. Well, basically it what I was... Up. Okay. If you're not getting paid, you're getting ripped off is what I'm saying. As a player, if you're not getting paid, you're not doing something right. Yeah. That's I don't I'm blame saying. these guys for getting paid. Right. So. I've got an 11-year-old son, and I'm convinced he's definitely going at least top 10 in the NBA draft when he's... <laughs> <laughs> what? He's going to go Lori Laughlin on him. <laughs> Okay, if he doesn't get paid you're for gonna, his one year in college, he's only doing one year. He's only playing one year in college. <laughs> you're going to disown him if you don't? Yeah, I'll feel so ripped <laughs> off. You know, I, I need a check cut to me. You're not going to go straight from high school to? Well, it depends on the rules. If he doesn't have to, yeah, he'll go straight to the pros. I have yeah. a, Whatever I have sport a, he wants. Yeah. I have a cousin that's an athletic director at a prominent school in Columbus, and his daughter was... <laughs> oh, in Columbus, Ohio. Hmm. Oh. She was wonder uh, what university that could be. No, it was a high. It's a high school. Okay, I've met your cousin. I met him. Yeah, and his daughter finished second in Miss Basketball in the state. She's really good. She plays year round, and that's their life. And whenever you talk to them, that's what you. That's the conversation. She's at Ohio State now, and I don't. I don't want that life. If if you think Johnny's going top ten in the NBA, I mean, you don't want that life. Don't tell me what I want. <laughs> a. Do you first, think that Johnny could first, score? You need to ignore your other child. Yeah. And put entirely. 100% of your focus into Johnny, okay? Yeah. Write this down. Yeah. <laughs> Second. What about this shit? Check this out. Could Johnny score on Daryl? Second, inject him with human growth no, hormone. Right. What? <laughs> Look. Third. Get, who who is the highest paid female athlete in the world today? Highest uh, Serena. Serena Williams. Yep. Is that is that who you guys pick? Yep. Nope. You're wrong. 
Gotcha. Mm. Remember when that caller got mad because we were calling her fat? I think there was a little bit more than that. Yeah, I wouldn't that even was know you though. I mean, I was just it, calling her fat. Is it is it a tennis? <laughs> I said she's attractive. I think Serena Williams no, is attractive. <laughs> is it a tennis player? I said I think so, and I I've never backed off. I think Serena Williams is attractive. She's kind of thick, but yeah. Greasy. But you, but I didn't call but her you're fat. into training. Oh, no, I, mean, I did. Oh my god. <laughs> no, <I didn't>. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of but, the most controversial instances we've ever had on the weekend sports bus is when we were discussing Serena Williams on the air and we had some random female caller just happen were you there Chris yes <laughs> you were there too right Steve she kind of caught us off guard too though yeah, yeah we were afterward we were able to regroup and we we're like hey that wasn't because can I call Charles Barkley fat yeah no, it was <laughs> to be fair Marcus called her fat it wasn't me but she got so mad at us were you there, Brandon? No. <laughs> I don't think you were. I think no. it was before you. Yeah. But she happened to have tuned in. We were so excited. I think I may have been running. You were run- Who was running the I board? I was running the board. You were running the board, Chris. So we were excited. We were like, we got a female caller. It, and it's not even like one of our family members. <laughs> right. It's a legit it's caller. Steve's wife or, or, or my daughter or anything. It's a legit caller. And she just got on there and ripped our asses. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. It was. I wish I could have been there for it. It was pretty good. Was, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it did leave us like stunned for a second. So, yeah. who's the highest paid female athlete? A Japanese female tennis player named Naomi Osaka set a female oh, athlete she's... earnings record of thirty-seven point four million dollars. That's like sponsorship, so because she's sixteen or something, right? She's not quite that young, um, but she's 18. young. She beat Serena Williams. Um, let me see. I'll, I'll bring her up her. Yeah, it's the only legitimate female sport right here, right? Tennis. Come on, Chris. That's not nice. MMA has been climbing. Uh, Naomi Osaka is 22 years old. She has been ranked number one by the Women's Tennis Association. That's one thing I kind of like about tennis, and I would like to know more about tennis, to be honest, is there's no weight classes. Now, I'm not hating on MMA or boxing. Katie Taylor is the best female boxer in the world. She's Irish. Did you guys know that? Mm-mm. No. Okay, I, nobody knows. Okay, that's my point. Is is tennis is more centralized. There's like definitively who's the best. Yeah. Okay. Do you think I, it sucks being Venus sometimes, just being the lower rung sister? I mean, you're I still multi-millionaire, okay. but she's okay. You know, she doesn't get much sympathy. The best right female athletes are trannies. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The ones that used to be men, <laughs> right? <laughs> Steve has memorized which button is the conspiracy theory one. It's the you like bill. that button? Yeah. We've also got this. Every time I talk, I should put on the applause applause track, and then when you guys do, Whenever always you're something. Speaking. Always. Wait, wait, wait. Every time someone says something I slightly disagree with, a negative. That's good. We should start yeah. recording everything from here. So, uh, I guess football will be the first thing we get back, right? Well, we've already got UFC back. That's a good point. Dana White. But no crowd, right? Correct. Which is wild. You guys yeah. probably aren't You guys aren't as big as MMA fans as Brandon and I. I've seen a little bit of it, and it just felt weird not having crowd. I like it. Really? Because you can hear everything the corners are saying to them. Yeah. Which brings to light some weird shit. Like, Eddie Bravo. You guys know who he yeah. is? Who? Yep. Of course, Tim you guys Planet. know who he is. Never heard of him. 
You, everybody knows who Did Eddie Bravo. Did he say some weird stuff? Well, he's he cornered Tony Ferguson against uh, Justin Gaethje, and in the mid, at the end of the second round, relative five round fight, Tony Ferguson, in my opinion, was supposed to win this fight, and Eddie Bravo is cornering him. And you had there been a crowd, you would not have been able to hear this. But Eddie Bravo said to him, <sighs> "I don't know, man. Trying to Minari roll." And anybody who knows anything about jujitsu had to have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which is, Imanari role is not go out and box him or, uh, right, Brandon? Yeah. You're a pro That's, MMA fighter. Yeah. You chime in on this. Yeah. And Imanari role is run out and do some weird spinning shit and try to grab his leg grab and take him leg. down. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Right? He's I'm done it say- before. Yeah, successfully. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad advice, but it brings to light different aspects to some shit yeah but eddie bravo brought a new spin to uh a certain what (laughs) reaching reaching for the button no 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 he brought a certain spin to what Uh, well to jujitsu right his own little style of jujitsu this is brandon bishop he is an eddie bravo affiliated uh purple belt and pro mma fighter have you ever met yeah several times yep it got pictures with him mm mm-hmm one day I want to interview him. I think uh, I will. When you interview, if you actually interview him in person, I want to be here. I want to okay. meet that guy. Yeah. That, because I got a few questions about, uh, you know, first of all, how do you invent your own little? That I think that's accurate. Um, however, I will say he, even if he were sitting here with us now, he would say I didn't invent anything. All he has done, and I'm a big advocate of Eddie Bravo's jujitsu, has been all encompassing. He's like. Um, He's like, we got to hear about it. Let's check it out. What is his thing? Look into it. You got to look into it. Yeah. Okay. So, so you've got this, this, and this. Okay. Let's see. Let's learn about that. Let's include that. Oh, that comes yeah. from catch wrestling. Yeah. Great. That comes from the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu family. Great. Let's bring it in. See if it works. So it's not really him inventing He's anything. He's just taking pieces of different styles and making his kind of blending it. Yeah. yeah. He's in, let's see if that works type shit. He's yeah, it's smart. kind of like I problem solving. The, the moment that I was sold on Bravo and 10th Planet was, um, I mean, I, I had been doing 10th Planet for a while before I met him, but was still kind of early on in my 10th Planet career. But um, when I met him, he came in to do a seminar, and we did like a two-hour seminar. At the end of it, he goes, okay, so um, I met this kid a while back. He sends me an email like a year later, and he says, oh, I've uh, – I've got this problem. I'm getting from this position to this position, but I can't like find a good pathway from here to there. So Eddie says, oh, let's take some time. Let's um, brainstorm. If anybody comes up with a good pathway from here to here, let's try it. So he gave the class like 20, 30 minutes just to try and kind of brainstorm. And then when somebody came up with a good pathway, he went over there and recorded them and was like, oh, this is good stuff. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep this. So he's learning from his students, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think that's one of the things that I appreciate about Eddie and actually Brennan Schaub is that I don't think they try to act like they like are smarter than anyone. Right. I don't take that. I, that's I d- why I like him. Yeah, I don't yeah. interpret them that way. So that's what I kind of like is, yeah. But 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 the Gracies, it's all marketing. It, it Okay, it is. The Gracies... Said we got Gracie Jiu Jitsu. Let's sell it. So we'll call it Gracie Jiu Jitsu, or at least Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. When in reality, yeah, okay, you're anti Gracie, right? 
Who, me? Yeah, you were what? just doing the jacking off motion. I saw yeah, that. that was me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're anti-Gracie. Okay. Did they not invent, involve with the invention of the UFC? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that's significant. Yeah. In reality, in large part, the country of Japan deserves a lot of credit, right? Yeah, sure. Maybe even more so than Brazil. Yeah. I'd say. And, but I would say Eddie Bravo is more so it, it's supportive of all-encompassing than just the Gracies. Yeah. The, it's not like the Gracies are just the end-all, be-all by any stretch. First off, there's like literally 500 Gracies. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, and they all are not consistent. Some of them are big uh, Trump supporters. Some of them are real far this way. Some of them are, I don't know. They, so it's difficult to follow. Some of them are rappers. <laughs> <laughs> have, I, have you seen that video? I have. G and a G. G and a G. G and a G. I've yeah. seen this. Okay, like. so... UFC is the first sport to come back. So if we're talking the weekend sports buzz more so than the Kelly Patrick Show podcast, the weekend sports buzz, we talk about mainstream sports. Now, UFC and MMA is more mainstream right now than ever, right, Steve? Yeah. And I do think they gained some fans through this. Yeah, I think so. Through the, the coronavirus and the quarantine because they're the first to come back. People are watching it that normally weren't watching it. Wrestling. Is there any that you don't see coming back? I, I see all of them. I think the only shot, the only one that has a shot of not coming back is college sports, just because they're not being paid. Okay. Not you mean not. ever? Dude, there's no way that the NFL is going to take a year off. You know how much NBC money and, you know, Disney money it looks that like, they make? It looks like money don't matter right now, though. Yeah. I'm serious. I mean, really, am I wrong? How do well, you yeah, if, until if, the until the start date passes and there's and there's no checks coming in and the season hasn't started look, they're gonna play man I'd put a, I'd bet a lot on that I, you know well I can't talk about that Never mind. it's like a it's like a you know how big of an industry is the NFL how did they know they were gonna shut down fall sports in March they had a plan in mind anybody I'm not. I, uh, look, it, look, look. I, listen, we asked this. It's not even a conspiracy it. question. It's a literal. We talked about this before they took us off the air, right? We did. We did. Yeah. Now, and they took us off the air because we were speaking. No, the truth. no, that's not. <laughs> um, I just. How can you predict what will be closed that far in advance? That's all I'm asking, uh, because you know. We're not going to have fall sports, uh, at least to the extent of we, what we thought. Maybe we'll have a abbreviated football. I don't know. See, you guys see this photo Steve just sent me? Steve, can I share this with everyone? A lot of my text is it a dick messages are, are very personal. If this is about you know anything to do with my family, I'd appreciate it can we, if you can didn't. We, oh, look. <laughs> look at that, man. <laughs> Why did you send that to me in the middle of the... Podcast, Steve. I, I always did it when we were doing the show. Just, <laughs> just to mess with you. you <laughs> didn't show him the next one where how, he was completely how, nude. Yeah. Steve, how, how many shirtless photos of yourself do you have saved in your phone on any given day? I just, you know, I send them to people that, you know, your brother or. Yeah, my brother. My brother Campbell, participates in that a lot. People that think it's. Either funny or it's like, it makes it's them sexy. uncomfortable. You know? Horny. So you send it to your pastor. And- <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest parts of the weekend sports was this is kind of like a reunion or a, 
recap of the weekend sports buzz. One of my favorite all-time parts of the weekend sports buzz is the weekend sports buzz has been on the air now for over eight years. Every Sunday morning. Originally, it was Saturday and Sunday, but every Sunday morning at least, okay, on 96.1 FM and 14.50 AM, WXVW, the Big X. Shout out to Dugan Ryan and Doug Wolverton and Trevor Kelsey. Steve Driver here, to distract me during the episodes, the recordings, likes to draw... Naked bodybuilders. Naked bodybuilders. (laughs) With phallic (laughs) details and everything. Okay, and he's a good artist. He right? loves veiny, uh, veiny penises. Veiny cocks. <laughs> Steve? Uh, you know, you, you're representing the weekend sports buzz right now. I think uh, I think Dugan's is, fine with this. All right. Um, I think maybe veiny biceps more than, you know. <laughs> I've always had an infatuation with human anatomy. Okay. You know, when, so, especially the I've male done art since I was a, a child. I would not to be boisterous or anything. I think I'm pretty good. You are you, you are a very talented artist. Okay. As is your brother Kyle. I like you know. I think I don't. You know, it's more fun to draw a nice physique than <laughs> let's say Serena Williams. Why haven't Whoa, you, what? Why haven't it was, I seen it was a callback? You know, okay, a fat person. But 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 one of my favorite <laughs> moments in the history of the weekend sports bus is Steve would draw these photos to distract me, leave them around, <sighs> and then the next TJ Walker who hosts a. Uh, Weekly show, <laughs> very popular, very popular Kentucky per- media personality is on the station also, and he comes in on Monday mornings. We record on Sundays. No one comes in. I don't oftentimes till the next morning, and he'll be like, "Oh God, look, um, we leave our microphones in certain directions. Sometimes you know we we've gotten to plug them back in the correct way, things like that." But also, he'll look down, sit at his desk where he's going to host his show, do his job. <laughs> And he'll see a, a very nice, detailed photo of a nude man. Not photo, drawing. Drawing, not a photo, a drawing. And then, <laughs> I think he let it slide a couple times, and at some point he was just like, you know, what the hell? He started, he started talking about it. Started talking show. about it on the radio show on Monday morning. <laughs> and so... I get multiple people texting me during the day. Oh, God, T.J. Walker's talking about, what did you guys leave there? (laughs) (laughs) A a, a drawing of a naked man? I mean. Yeah, Gary would come up to us and say, hey, T.J. Walker's talking about you right now. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one of my more memorable moments in the history of the show. Just me, you know. Uh, Marcus, his last call was one of my favorites. Poor Marcus. He will be remembered. Yeah. Yeah, he was him. a good guy. One of the best callers. Yeah, the show ever had. Was, <laughs> went out with a bang, didn't he? He sure did, man. That was pretty awesome. I cracked up on that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird not showing up every Sunday and yeah doing the show. But you know what? We got plenty to talk about now after being off for so long. Mm-hmm. We certainly do. Oh, you got? Uh, are we going to be speaking? I think we're going to work on getting a caller on the line. Cheerio. Oh, we, we've got Marcus. Marcus is on the line with us. Marcus, are you there? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I believe you might uh, have the wrong chat that you've called. My name's not Knox. And this is Marcus's phone number. I have the number saved. Is Marcus... A- oh, I'm terribly sorry. I've only had this uh, these digits for about two weeks. Okay. What is your name, sir? My name? Uh, my name's Reginald. Reginald Fakua. And you are? I'm Kelly Patrick of the Weekend Sports Buzz. We talk about all things in the world of sports here on the show. 
how did you get this phone? I went to the store and purchased it. Oh, you mean how did I get the number? They just randomly assigned it to me, I assume. Okay. Do you have anything to contribute to the weekend sports buzz, Reginald? And, and, and what is it you, this is a radio program? Yes. And you talk about sports. Sports, based here in the southern Indiana and Louisville market. Primarily, I'd say college basketball, college football, but also NBA and NFL and a little bit of combat sports, too. Um, well, 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 being an Englishman, what about uh, what you call soccer? What about football? We would de- default to our man Steve Driver for those types of conversations. Steve? Um, no, I haven't been following it too much, honestly. Okay, no. but it's not been occurring. What's that? They've been right, no one's been playing. I mean, we've got the same, you know, little bug going around in the in the kingdom as you have over here. Okay. So what? what, what right, I'm an Arsenal man myself. Do you follow it at all? Yeah, yeah, I like Arsenal. Ah, well, what do you think about Spaniard leader, Michael? I'm not sure he knows what he's doing. What do you think? I don't know uh, too much about him, honestly. I'd probably have to default to you. Um, well, I mean, you know, it's it's like any other sport. I suppose our team goes through cycles. We were great for a while. We won three titles a few years ago, and now we fired our philosopher man- manager, Wagner, and we've moved on to a Spaniard, who seems like a good enough chap, but I don't know, different strategies. It's just like any other sport. I said, what did you say you specialized in college basketball? Mostly college basketball. Kentucky, the Kentucky Wildcats are a big deal here locally. So also the Louisville Cardinals. Although the entire concept of college sports in the United States, I would say, is under attack right now in a lot of ways. Do you know anything about college sports? <laughs> Love it. Chris is on, on the ball there. Do you have any thoughts on college sports in the United States? Reginald? Well, of course. I, I don't understand why you don't pay your players. I mean, they make millions and millions for the uh, universities and colleges for which they play, correct? That's right. That's a good point. I agree. I mean, I'm not saying that they should be millionaires. I mean, 18-year-old children, I don't necessarily think they should be given, you know, millions of dollars. But I've read articles since I've been here where these poor chaps are out. You know, they don't have money to eat on the weekend because I suppose your training tables or facilities or whatever are closed down. And these lads are out, you know, can't afford to go to uh, McDonald's or whatever you call it and, and, and buy a, a hamburger. I mean, that's preposterous. I mean, you look at these universities. They have budgets in the tens of millions of dollars for the athletic department. And what do they say? Oh, well, we have to play for, you know, women's golf and uh, boys' water polo, and those don't make any money, so we can't afford to pay the players in the sports where they actually bring in tens of millions. And that doesn't make any sense to me. If you, The people who shouldn't be able to afford to eat are the people who are playing for a sport that no one cares to pay attention to. Reggie, any thoughts on American football? Tom Brady, I'm sure you may know him. He's the, uh, you know, a very famous uh, quarterback. He used to play for the Patriots, now plays for the Bucks. Any thoughts on um, the upcoming season and Tom Brady? Well, first, if we're, if we're going to chat with each other, it's, if you want to shorten my name, you can call me Reg. I don't go by Red. But uh, my greatest familiarity with uh, the quarterback Tom Brady is that he now plays uh, for the team owned by the Glazer family who own Manchester United. And the worthless daft buggers who couldn't tie their shoelaces if you handed them an instructional diagram on how to do it. 
So I wonder what his career will be like in its fading stages as he plays for two absolute dolts. Rob Gronkowski returned from retirement. I know, Steve, you are a big fan of Rob Gronkowski. He, I thought he became a wrestler. He's not a wrestler anymore. He was a wrestler for a while, but he decided to come out of retirement, play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guys, do you think the Buccaneers might win the Super Bowl this year? Reg, I'll ask you. Uh, well, if the Tom Brady plays for them, if, they, if the Glazers could stay on the other side of the pond and, and continue to screw up Manchester United, I, what's the fellow's name that coaches uh, the Pirates or whatever they're called? He wears that little English tweed cap. Got the thick glasses. What's his name? Bill. Uh, Bruce Arians? He's talking about the Bucks. Really, that's it. That's it, right? He seems to know what he's doing. Perhaps they could win the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. I mean, any, any organization in sports, I believe, is run from the top down, right? If you have a nitwitted moron in charge of your organization as the president or owner or CEO or whatever you want to call him, I don't care who the players are or who the coach is or who the trainers and how good a facility you have. It just seems to me that, you know, it all bleeds down from the top. Um, well, what's the college football program here that's so good? Um, Alabama. Um, red and white. Alabama, right? Well, Nick Saban or Saban or whatever his name is, he seems to be the perfect leader in, in college athletics. I know he's not universally liked or anything, but you have to respect the man for what he's accomplished. And, you, you know, they were in pretty much a shambles. And he comes along and they hire him away from whatever fish-based team he was playing for in your professional league. And here he is. And all of a sudden, they're tremendous, right? I mean, they didn't win the title this year, but they probably will next year. Mm-hmm. Who would bet against them? I agree. Nick Saban is undoubtedly a great college football coach. Maybe the best ever. So, uh, well, I, I, you, you, can, you can say that all you want to with me. I couldn't tell you a thing about it, quite frankly. Um, so, I suppose we're not going to talk anymore about the English Premier League. However, I do want to give encouragement to uh, anyone who's listening to your program that uh, the English Premier League is resuming play here shortly. Uh, so, if you don't have anything else to watch, if you don't like watching those taxi cabs go around in circles on uh, whatever that racing truck is called, uh, nasty car. Uh, you could always turn on to your local television and, and watch the Premier League. I mean, it, I like baseball in this country. I believe that uh, the football, soccer, as you call it, uh, and baseball are very similar in one way, which is that, quite frankly, they're much more entertaining in person. Uh, if you've ever gone to a, a not even a Premier League, but, a, but an MSL match in this country, where the people are singing songs and dancing with each other and, and reflecting various acts of minor hooliganism. It's not like it used to be, of course, and the more riots and beatings in the stands. But baseball is much more entertaining when you are there to watch it, and so is the Premier League. But quite frankly, if it's a choice between watching uh, live uh, soccer for Americans as opposed to um, people running around with dogs or uh, playing tiddlywinks or cards, it seems to me it's a pretty obvious choice. So... If they're going to resume playing the Premier League, it can't be too long before they begin to play uh, baseball and, and your assortment of sports here. Okay, well, I appreciate that. Very kind words of encouragement from, I guess, across the pond? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm an immigrant. I live here in the United States now for the last three years. Can we see your papers? 
Uh, I'm sorry, you'll have to ask your president about that. <laughs> I, even if I wanted to go see my dear old mom in Islington Town, I would not be allowed to at the moment, as you know. You cannot return. Well, Reg, Reginald, thank you very much for your contribution to the weekend sports buzz. We hope to hear from you back soon. Well, uh, feel free to call me anytime. Or perhaps I shall contact you, and then my next visit, I will sing God Save the Queen and get all you yanks straightened out. Great stuff. Thank you very much, Reginald. You have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you. Right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> what kind of contribution did we get there from Reginald to the weekend sports? Oh, wow. Some tea and crumpets. Um, nah, Reginald, uh, I don't know anything about you know soccer or anything like that, but <laughs> that was odd, Kelly. Yeah, that was interesting. I was expecting Marcus, but I did forget. Actually, we haven't heard from Marcus since since the accident. I, we haven't broke out the Ouija board though. <laughs> <laughs> since he shot himself, I'm assuming it was an accident. <laughs> did you? Were you not here for that, Steve? No, I wasn't. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Steve just gave us a look. <laughs> Brandon, will you tell Steve what what happened? You were the one who answered. Yeah, um, we took a call from Marcus, and we were talking about Tom Brady, Tom Brady potentially moving down to the Bucks. <laughs> and uh, Marcus, at first, was in denial, okay. disbelief, All right. and then uh, once he moved into acceptance, um, we heard some noises in the background and. Kelly says, what, 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 was, what was that noise? And he says, oh, I'm just cleaning my gun here. You know, so you guys are serious about this whole Tom Brady thing. And we're like, yeah. And then we heard a gunshot. It's a loud, audible gunshot. And wow. the no phone more, dropped. No more Marcus. Who do you think he's going to side with, the Bucks or the Patriots? I think he'll be a loyal Patriot. Who? Marcus. I think Marcus is dead, Steve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your question? There's, there's yeah. only two I teams can't wait. where he's at. No, you know, like... same with the NBA arguments that we talk about. It just if Tom Brady has a bad season, it'll be oh, Bill Belichick was the only reason they were good. Yeah, where and do we fall on that? We fall in the category of he's old now. Who Belichick? No, Brady. He had his last season was his worst season of his career. He's getting old, so this season means nothing in the scope of his career with the Patriots. Will this be a it's Brett not, Favre it's, type? It's not going to be. No, because Brett Favre still had, you know, he could sling it. He still had the arm strength. You know what his nickname toward the end of his career was? The little gunslinger. You know yeah, why? Yes. He sent that one female reporter a picture of his dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> right? Derringer, he huh? said it was huge. <laughs> right, guys? Did y'all hear that? Guys, actually, I don't think I actually saw it. Did right? you? Did you see the picture of his dick? Can you? Yeah, can you text that to you him? You did, Steve. Can you I text mean, that to him, Steve? He's, he's seen it, seen it multiple times. You, know? you have that one saved in your phone? Yeah, he could. He could text it to you right now if you'd like. I don't like the. It's the a way screensaver. You, you don't. You guys like? are making me look right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? But you know, they'll base this season on if Brady has a bad year, it'll be oh, it was all Belichick. There'll be some narrative. If somebody else wins with the Patriots, oh, it's just the system. If we can't base it off of one year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? All right, but what if the the Patriots suck and the Buccaneers go on and win the Super Bowl? 
but they cheated. Now that's that's one way where you could turn the um, narrative. But the Patriots aren't going to suck. They're in the worst division in the NFL. They still have that the same roster as last year. That what, made the playoffs. What if Gronkowski and I mean they've got a lot of time. I'm not expecting anything from Gronk. I think he's washed. Do you? Yes. Now they do have other weapons. I mean they're loaded elsewhere. Will they play a full team uh, season? I don't. Yeah, the NFL will. I think. I don't think Gronkowski will. No, I'm saying, you know, with possible. You know, they're they're talking yeah. about second wave stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's too much money, Chris. It's going to happen. Most of the players are are younger. You know, if you're under 25, you're. They didn't care seemingly about money have the first nothing time. to worry about. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just think um, we need uh, we need something to take our mind off of yep. all of the craziness. And uh, they've show, you know they showed a lot of the old Tyson fights. Man, I watched a couple. Yeah, it's funny how the ESPN and different networks have resorted to stuff like that. And actually, it was a good pick, I thought, because it was very... I hadn't seen a lot of those fights in a long time, and man, watching it again, Tyson was vicious, man. I mean, you, you get he gets close up on you and hits you with that hook. How, how tall you, was he, Gully? How tall is Mike Tyson? 5'11". He is that tall? He always looks shorter than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a heavyweight, so he's, he's know, super stocky. He's, he's stocky, and he's yeah. standing next to... What do you guys think the chances are Giants. he's going to accept a fight now that they're giving him all these offers? If he could get He'd the highest an, payday of his career. He'd be an idiot not to. I mean, oh, he could I probably get, be, he could probably I get watch 50. It. I mean, you right? would watch it, right, Kelly? Oh, I would certainly watch it, yeah. I mean, could the we Mark- get him in Holyfield to fight? Again, I'm down. I'm down for watching didn't it. didn't Holyfield say he was wanting to get it back? He said he'd do it. Is Holyfield still juicing? Is he still in chase? Let's hope oh, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he juiced his entire career. Yeah, he juiced his entire career. Good for him. It worked for him. <laughs> Lennox Lewis says he's still boxing, right? Lennox? Yeah. Well, they're talking about bare knuckle fights against Vondelay. That's, that's ridiculous. They're, they're giving him all kinds that. of silly offers. I'll watch it. You know, uh, I, I'm here for that stuff. And good for them for getting paid. I'm a big free markets guy. Yeah. You know, not to get political. The world's strongest man is supposed to box next year. What? The big guy he, from... He weighs like 400. that monster. Voice message. I don't know how he could even swing his arms properly. They Who showed, they the showed him he's practicing, and he's so slow. We're trying no, to get yeah, Gary, so slow. Gary Love on You're not line. supposed six, to be that big. He's 6'9", 425 pounds. Jesus. <laughs> Brandon Bishop Have would you beat seen the him shit hold out of his him. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Dude holds his girlfriend like she's tiny, like she's a freaking doll. He just broke the uh, deadlift record. Just picks her up and jacks off. He was from her. your show. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> he's from your show. He's the mountain. Yeah, he's from the he's Pretty the much. mountain from Game of Thrones. He deadlifted like eleven hundred and thirty pounds. You remember when I tried to sit and watch a episode of Game of Thrones with you and your wife? Yeah, it was exhilarating, wasn't it? It's softcore I mean, porn with I, dragons. I think you were into it though. I mean, I could see getting into it. It was the season finale of like season six, and you just this is the first episode you watched. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was difficult for me to know what the fuck was going on. It was fun though. I it watched the fun. first couple of episodes a couple times, couldn't get into it. Well. I can't either. Too much dry humping. Can't do it. I mean, if you want <laughs> porn, watch porn, right? I'd say, exactly. I'd, I'd say you all have poor taste. If you watch porn, what are you talking about? It's not. There's nothing pornographic about the show. 
Except for like there's the you know five except, for the, except for the sex, sex scenes. scenes. There's some the sex scenes. Big deal. There's sex except scenes in a lot of for shows. The sex. Yeah, <laughs> there's guys, the Sopranos. Guys, you know, por- porn's not porn without the damn sex scenes. <laughs> guys, we're Steve. gonna head to the Louisville Combat <laughs> Academy Buzzline, where we have our man Gary Love. Gary, how are you, sir? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Hey, doing really very well. What's up, Gary? Yep. Thanks for joining us. We're covering uh, as no as you can imagine, a lot here on the Weekend Sports Buzz podcast edition this morning. Um, if we play the hits, we talk about college basketball and college football locally. Chris, you help me with this, but what, Gary, what are the significant issues right now in the world of college basketball as it pertains to our geographical area, the Louisville and Southern Indiana market? Well, uh, first, you know, it's good to be back from that. You know, we we don't know what the college basketball season will be like until they get these kids back on campus. Which Calipari put out a statement yesterday that uh, they're coming back on campus. I think June twenty second, I believe. So that's a, at least that's a good step forward. You know. So uh, what what's the big buzz in college basketball right now, it, or at least locally on the Kentucky scene? You think, Gary? I know I've I've tried to keep up with some of the recruiting, and uh, it's you know it's kind of weird with this stuff going on. So what you have any good uh, news on the recruiting for local scene or anything like that? Yeah, it looks like Kentucky. Uh, you know, it's not been put out there, but Kentucky's trying to get at least one more big guy for this upcoming year. You know, just in case Olivier Saar isn't deemed eligible, which I don't know why he would be. Right. But you know, but you know, they've got the they've got the guards that are working out together in California. Terrence Clark, uh, BJ Boston, and uh, Devin Asher have been working out together in the last three weeks, trying to get that camaraderie for when the season starts. Yeah, and uh, wasn't Kentucky supposed to go on a summer tour this year and had to cancel? Um, obviously, well, no, no, they were supposed to go uh, to uh, play London. They're supposed to go to London and play Michigan. Uh, their, their tour that they did two years ago. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, it's every four years. Yeah, so. so but other than that, you know, uh, other than that, then you know, just get these guys on campus. Yeah, it's um, you know, they're still finalizing uh, schedules and stuff like that. I don't know how you create a schedule with uh, everything in limbo the way it is, but uh, Calipari had uh, announced uh, yesterday or a couple days ago uh, that he's going to beef up the schedule because he knows a lot of the fans have been, you know, complaining about the strength of schedule. Uh, what do you know about the schedule side of things for Kentucky? Well, they do. They've got a pretty good schedule coming up. They've got, uh, they've got Kansas this year. They've got uh, UCLA December 19th. They just added Notre Dame. Uh, this year, they got a three-year contract with them. They got a Richmond team that's probably going to be preseason top fifteen. So they yeah. they're actually they're actually playing some decent teams this year. Yeah, and you always have Louisville in the rivalry game. That should be interesting. Uh, Absolutely, and and you know Louisville. Speaking of Louisville, they lost. They had a big hit, but they lost Jay Scrub. And you know we talked on we talked on the show plenty of times. Neither none of us thought he would actually end up on campus. Right. That's right. Um, so. Uh, you know, uh, you have any news on Louisville? I know um, they they're going to need a lot of players for this upcoming year. They lost a lot. Um, do you know anything? I know we're Kentucky fans, but do you have any yeah. news on Louisville? Yeah, they, you know they've got a couple guys coming in. I think they're they're top thirty recruiting class. That was pre Jay Scrubs before he decommitted and went to NBA. But they've got uh, you know they just got Carly Jones 
from Radford. He's a you know high scoring guard. I don't know how that's going to help them with. You know they need a they need a solid point guard. I think David Johnson will be good, but I think he's more of a two. So I mean it's just hit and miss with them. I mean they've got good size. You know with Malik Williams coming back and eight uh, Gahan if he actually you know takes that next next step forward. So uh, they should they should be decent. They'll take a couple lumps early, but they should be all right once conference tournament comes up. Right. Okay. Well. Um... You got any football news? I know there's uh, Kentucky just got a commitment in football. Is there anything on the schedule? Is do you think uh, college football will start on time, or do you think we'll have like a abbreviated season, or what do you know about that? Well, I think uh, college football they're leaning towards the SEC is making a big push towards starting on time. I don't know how you can start on time as the kids. You know, some of the kids get back on campus next Monday, but not all of them. I think Kentucky's bringing the first thirty back. But the only reason they're bringing those back is those kids have never haven't left state the, the entire time. So I think they'll have. I mean, I don't look for them to start till about October, November. But college football has to have a season, or some of these colleges are in trouble. But you know, Kentucky just got some bad news. Chris Oates is out for the year, un, you know, under undisclosed illness or injury that he had. So that's that's a big hit for them in the linebacker group. But uh, no, I think I think they'll play, but I I don't think they'll start on time. Gary, one question for college basketball. Um, Mac McGlung, he has a huge social media following with the white point guard from George, Georgetown. Where is he going? He, uh, he just committed to Texas Tech, um, which is kind of odd. Him being you know from Virginia, everybody thought he stayed closer to home. But Chris Beard, he's a heck of a recruiter, and his game, I think, fits them. Hopefully he, they make him sit out a year because, I mean, his shooting percentages are awful. He's you know he's a volume volume guard, but man, he's super athletic. I, I'd like to have him myself. Yeah. So um, I guess we're we're gonna just have to wait as the news unfolds. Obviously, we've got uh, Derby and stuff. Should they're saying that's gonna be I guess in September. September. Yep. Um, yes. Golly, what a it's crazy. gonna feel weird, right? Oh yeah. 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 But uh, and, and you know and and, and you know. Uh, the horse racing, horse racing industry didn't get any good news when Bob Baffert's horses tested positive for uh, banned substances and also. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We'll have to hear from our man Brian the Insider. I don't think today, but soon right. to get his take on that. But they didn't get new, good news with that. However, earlier we said the UFC has done well because they have had events. Some yep. horse racing tracks have actually thrived throughout this. So people, uh, uh, gambling addicts, I would say, sports fans who are looking to get their fix, yep. that's one of the only outlets they've been able to, to get it through. So I don't know that that directly benefits the tracks, but people have been watching horse racing, I would say, more than normal because it's one of the only options. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, G- Gary, Gary, we really appreciate you, you joining us today. Uh, once again, it's our man Gary Love at Scouting You on Twitter. Follow Gary, interact with him uh, related to everything in the world of you know college football, college basketball coverage, and the recruiting. Gary, before we let you go, anything else you want to chime in on? Uh, no, that's about it. You know, just getting ready for the season, and uh, hopefully everybody stays safe. And uh, I'll see you guys as soon as I can. Yes, sir. We look forward to seeing you soon, Gary. Thanks a lot, man. Have Bye-bye. a good one. Thank man. you. All right, bye. 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 Great stuff there from our man Gary.
Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you don't know. what We don't have any tentative dates of NBA start back, or did they give it? I know they. Um, I don't they, think so. Baseball's in the worst shape. Is it? Yeah, by far. They're yeah. having problems with travel, money, money. They're trying to, you know. I think they're the furthest away. The NBA seems to be on track to. They, they were saying I heard on the radio July thirty first into the end of September, and then the next season would start on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's. Um, but I mean, baseball should have started back in April. Was it? Yeah, in April is when baseball starts every year. Yeah. Um, so I. Once you lose a certain amount of the season, do you – you know, it seemed like the NBA could have created something and already finished the season. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. With And baseball has so many teams <laughs> and plays so many games. The logistics of getting back and forth with all this, I mm-hmm. just don't know. Traveling. That. Yeah. I mean, the NBA could all go to Orlando and play a tournament there. Yeah. You know. It's just going to be tough if you know a star player comes refuses to play or, or test positive. I I think most of them are going to play. The only one that I've heard is not going to play is Damian Lillard, but they're they're out of the playoffs. I think right. They're not a top eight seed. But yeah, I I heard some players said they're scared to even go back and play at all. Like Bam Adebayo said something that he's really scared to go back, and you know, I. You're not living if you're if you're in fear. Um, so I just don't understand. I, I I can't, you know, fault him for being scared. But uh, Bam's a badass. He is. <laughs> My God, I right? think he's scared for. Have his you mom. watched his highlights? Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, uh, he's real close to his mom. I think he's scared for her. Yeah, that's what it is. He don't want to go traveling and go back and see his mom. Mm-hmm. They live. I mean, he lives with. It. They live together. They're that close. But Jeez, it, man, grow up. <laughs> Roommates <laughs> move out of the basement already. Oh, oh my god, what? <laughs> so, Gary touched on some good stuff. Some college basketball, college sports, a little bit of horse racing coverage. What the fuck? What What are we looking forward to? What are we looking forward to? We. You tell us, man. What are you looking forward to? I don't know. Is my answer? Is that giving us permission to talk? I, no, I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you miss baseball? Do you miss football? I my first love was the NBA. You're right. Yeah, I just poured Sprite I'm on with the you. crotch. Oh yeah, I've been missing. Uh, hold on, let me dry that up for you. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I've been missing NBA playoffs. Like okay. a, Memorial NBA Day, I was thinking. Love. Memorial Day, I was thinking. Hey, what if what if the Lakers oh, yeah. were playing the Grizzlies? Yeah, right NBA's <laughs> where it's at. And I think, to be honest, right. the NBA is a big part of the weekend sports buzz. Always has been. Always will be. Yeah. As long as I'm around. After I, that, for me, it's football. I think I, I just missed the NBA right now because, you know, the playoffs is summertime. It goes through the summer. It's on. You know, it, it'd be on today. There'd be two games on today, two or three games on the day. Um, I, I know we don't talk a lot about the lower-level sports at, at the, you know, double-weight, triple-way, a lot of high school stuff. Uh, but, you know, I did see today that they um, – 
canceled the what is it EYBL uh, basketball tournament uh, that a lot of the recruiters go to and see i was just thinking about this if high school sports don't start back either i mean that's going to have eventually an effect on the uh, pro sports a couple years after that if you don't have the ability to uh really watch and, and see how good these guys or players are in high school if you don't have the normal sports they're going on it's it's going to be kind of weird how do it's- you it is weird. I don't, everything's all thrown off. According to CNBC.com, the NBA is targeting July 31st to resume the season. Yeah, but the Player Association. That's a ways away, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know the end of, of May right now, but so a couple months from now, 60 days. 60 days from today. Yeah. I'd be down for that. I mean, what the hell else? What what other options do we have? We'll be in Orlando at Disney. This okay? So I don't know. Okay, a guy like LeBron James. Who, all right, so there's a bunch of different sub sub topics that this has presented. Okay, and what I mean by that is the narrative that is Tom Brady is at stake. He's operating on borrowed time, maybe. LeBron James, too. LeBron James will forever be compared to guys like Michael Jordan. He's not getting any younger. He wants to win a damn title with his third team. He wants to... Taking politics out of it, I know LeBron can get a little political. Uh, Taking that out of the conversation in entirety, LeBron James wants to cement his legacy. Maybe not as necessarily the best player ever, but as at least being in that top conversation. That's my whole thing. So if he were to win with the Lakers, with Anthony Davis, wow. with Rajon Rondo, right? What? Yeah, I mean, he's not that big of a part of the team. But Well, those are some of the names oh, that are significant yeah. to this show, right? Local, on the, yeah. On that team. Who, what would that do for his, 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 uh, the narrative or the legacy that is LBJ? Well, I mean, didn't Shaq have a championship with like three or four teams? Shaq had a championship with the Two. Lakers and the Heat. Oh, why am yeah, I thinking? We, that's right. He I didn't mean, win. Robert Ory, he had three teams. No, right? he, but he had more championships with the Lakers, right? Didn't he have more than he one? He won three. That's he only won one with the Heat. Oh, right. six. Okay. Yeah, I mean, his legacy is, what is this, his 17th season? Am I right on that? Wow. How many? I mean, he's a freak. How many years does he have left? That's my question. Maximum five? I don't know. Well, you think it's too many? No. No, no, no. I mean, knock on wood, he hasn't had a significant injury in his career. And we saw when Kobe was coming to... Kobe had some massive injuries his last few years. LeBron James is currently 35 years old. I'd say he can at least play till he's 40. Because he, he can play at the same level, 20. and his stats are going down. No, I'm not saying I'm falling. not saying it'll it'll continue to go that direction. Not He's many so players play, play that many seasons right. either. That's going to be because he started so young. Mm-hmm. He has been on the NBA All Star roster 16 times. <laughs> 16. 16 times NBA All Star. He'll probably lead. The, the He's going to have a little bit of Jordan scoring, all-time assists. He'll probably be number one in both of them. <laughs> Maybe not assists. Assists are too far away. Stockton's way he out ahead of He has like 2,000 more than everybody, doesn't he? Yeah. Man. 
But yeah, it'll be huge. I mean, uh, he's uh, he's top three I as, think Tom, as is right now. And you brought up Tom Brady as well. I think this is Tom Brady's last year. Uh, yeah, especially if it goes bad. But um, I mean, if you had all this money and stuff, and uh, with the environment right now, come on, man, I'd be like. Yeah, I'm done. The thing about the Jordan doc is people love flashy scores like that, yep. you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, rest in peace, Kobe. But he has been remembered in a light that I think some people don't remember certain aspects of his career that weren't so good. Mm. But it's just because he's so Jordan-like mm-hmm. more than any other player. I mean, he had two stints where, you know, he had Shaq and he had that, I mean, awesome team. And then he had some dud seasons after he lost Shaq. And it wasn't until they had that crazy trade with Paul Gasol, who was a top 10 player in the league after he came to Lakers. Mm -hmm. They traded Mark Gasol, who was not, who, I mean, at the time, time. he was fat. He was nothing. He wasn't good. I mean, yeah, we look at him now. He's all right. But I don't know how they got this trade done. No one even knew he was on the market. This is absolutely. Follow me here. Absolutely. Follow me here. Jerry West was the GM of the Lakers. Then he accepted a job with the Memphis Grizzlies. Then they made a trade to the Lakers for Pau Gasol. Yep. What the fuck? You are a conspiracy it was, theorist. No, it, amongst the league. You tell when me. It, when it happened, that was the craziest trade. No one even knew he was on the market. Yeah, no, right? that, that is too. He's a top 10. Coincidence. Top should 10 I, hit, guy the, in the league, should I right? hit the button again? No, but okay. After he gets Pogasol, and then you got to think Bynum was a force when he was there. Then you have Lamar Odom. You get Ariza for a little bit. You get Ron Artest. <clears throat> so he, you know, he learned how to lead a team in that stint between Shaq and Powell. Yeah. And then, and then was... after that, I mean, he didn't make the playoffs after that team fell apart. Bynum left. They made the trade. Gasol was getting older. I mean, who would you rather have on your team, Prime Kobe or Prime Jordan? Oh, give me a break. Jordan. I mean, yeah. but like people confuse it with, I'd rather have Prime Duncan. I mean, it's, it's then not, Kobe. It's not close to me. Yes, I, I agree. In my opinion, Duncan historically is a better player than Kobe. Absolutely. Okay. I think so. Is he as flashy? Hell no. no. That's Hell the no. That's Hell the problem no. with not Kobe. even close. He's, he's so flashy. People put him way higher than he. Should be. I'm with you. Oh, it sounds like you and I agree on that. And when you go career stats, even with, you know, they have lists, even with uh, LeBron. I mean, he d- does not lead one stat over Le- career anything. And how many times did teams play Kobe where they really wasn't playing defense on him and they allowed him to hit uh, 60 points? It just seemed like... Uh, like, but there's diehard Kobe fans out there, right, Kelly? You got to be careful. Oh, I know. By Same us, with Iverson. Yeah. By us saying that Duncan's better historically than Kobe, a lot of people who will listen to this will be like, what the fuck? You're yep. an idiot. Some people would say Iverson's better than Duncan. You're talking actually uh, team stats. Just value on a value, basketball. Right. Value on a basketball court. But who's flashier? Who's more entertaining to watch? Who's more Kobe. important for the culture? Who's more important to shoe sales? Stuff like that. That's a whole different conversation, in my opinion. Right. I'm talking about we're suiting up prime version of this guy or prime version of that guy. Who do you want on your team to help you win? 
Duncan. Yep. Over Iverson, over Kobe. In my opinion. Now, I mean, that's debatable. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs great teammates to win a title. I mean, I'm not saying we should slight Kobe for having been stacked the years that he won it. But, the you know, the years that he failed to make the playoffs or got beaten round one, mm-hmm. you know, a few times. But think back-to-back seasons. I'd say Kobe's top 15 player all time. Yeah, I mean, once you that's start a big, going down the list, it's a pretty. There's a, a lot of names. That's that are, a big deal. I'd say Tim Duncan is closer to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, even less flashy than Kareem, though, <laughs> because Kareem at least had the hook shot and punched that guy in the face. Have you guys seen the video of Kareem punching that guy in the face? One of my favorite NBA clips ever. You've seen it really it. adds to his legacy of how I think great so. he was. <laughs> it's kind of li- like getting punched by a cartoon character, man. His arms yeah. are freaking... Hey, he can hit you from half court. Right? If, yeah. you, if you tag someone in the nuts, you deserve to get laid out. Yep. Or at least you... Right? Always. If you legit smack someone or punch them remember in the nuts. Remember when Draymond Green went through that spell in the playoffs where he's <laughs> kicking everybody in Do you the remember nuts? this, Brandon? No. That's why we have Brandon here. Educate Brandon on what happened. <laughs> and uh, who was the Thunder Center? Adams, what's his first name? Steven Adams. Steven Adams. At a pit. Uh, he would New go Zealander. for a jump shot and extend his leg, kick him in the nuts. It probably happened three or four times. Educate Brandon on who Draymond Green is and what happened. He plays for the Warriors. He's probably modern-day Dennis Rodman. He's uh, tr- troublesome, very physical, very good player. Talk smack to Charles Barkley uh, all the time. A huge piece to the Warriors dynasty. Okay. I mean, they're, they're loaded. And, but what um, happened? It won- throughout the playoffs, he must have hit four people in the balls. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> Repeatedly. It, it probably cost him the NBA Finals because wow. he, he hit LeBron, and then he got suspended. He got kicked out of that game, suspended the next game. Yep. They were up 3-1. So that, you know, he was there for game seven. It was still. the most bizarre thing ever. It almost happened with that guy for Duke. What's the white guy for Duke? Grayson Allen. Yeah. Grayson. Okay, uh, where you're like, hey, man, just stop kicking people in the nuts. Stop tripping people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. And you're like, okay, uh, it was an accident. And then people start going, okay, maybe it was an accident. You know, you get competitive. And then the next fucking game. He did it to Louisville one day. The game. same thing happened over and over again. Like, what is wrong with you? Maybe there's something mentally. You couldn't have wanted to continue doing that, could you? Do you think maybe this is like a situation of the coach being like, sweep the leg? No. You know what? No. <laughs> sweep coach the leg. K, coach K, though, really defended him after each time it seemed like that he did it. I don't understand. I mean, it's your play. I mean, Steve Kerr played defending Draymond. You but know. You, you, it was bizarre, and I honestly don't think um, Grayson Allen or Draymond – consciously wanted to do it because we know there's cameras everywhere. It'd be like right now if I started kicking Chris or kicking Steve and you guys were like, you got to stop kicking him, man. We're not going to be able to continue recording. And I'm like, okay, my bad, my bad. And then I just kicked you again. <laughs> and, and there's cameras on me, right? You're like, what the fuck? Is Kelly gone mad? I think his legs had Tourette's or something. But, uh, you know, the guy was the most unlikable college player I think I've ever seen. Was Grayson Allen. Grayson yeah. Allen. Draymond Green's probably up there for the most unlikable NBA player, especially when the Warriors were, were winning so And much. especially because Draymond says the craziest stuff now <laughs> to, like, Barkley and everybody. He, he <laughs> Draymond is one of the most controversial players ever, and it kind of makes me like him. 
Yeah, I let, I it, want him on my team. Except he's not doing very good right now. His, have you looked at his recent stats? No, I give him props though, man. With that team being, are they the top three worst NBA team in the league? He could have sat. He could have faked an injury like a lot of these star players do when their team sucks to sit out the year. He played the entire year. No 2019, 2020, he averaged eight points a game, six point two rebounds a game, six point two assists. But look at his final when the games counted. Look at his final stats. You know. He'd drop. He'd have thirty points and yeah, but look who he had around doubles. him. Yeah, it helps. I know, but he'd step up in big games. He's, yeah, like you know, even with the Bulls, you have Kerr hitting the shot or Paxson. Draymond would do the intangible things to win titles. Man, those are some of my also most memorable. You know, Warriors, Rockets, Warriors, Thunder, Cavs, Warriors. Most memorable I, NBA just, series yeah, to you up there with the Lakers, Kings. You know. Or Suns, Lakers. So are they adding a... Uh, Those three years of, of Cavs, Warriors were awesome, I think. What we're discussing right now is Draymond Green and Grayson Allen and their bizarre tendencies to do the same thing over and over again. But also, what we've been discussing throughout the weekend sports buzz today is what makes the weekend sports bus tick? And in my opinion, it's the NBA. We go back to that over and over again. We've talked about how great Shaq is. We've talked about how great LeBron's legacy is. We've talked about the last dance, 10-part series, which is a big part of this. We're going to head to the Louisville Combat Academy buzz line where we have our man Mo is on the line with us. Mo, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. How's everybody? Doing very well. I know you watched The Last Dance. Uh, there's a lot of NBA talk, a lot of historical basketball talk on the show this morning. What are your thoughts on The Last Dance in entirety, and what does it highlight to you for the legacy that is Michael Jordan? Uh, I, I mean, I think it showed us more of how Michael Jordan became who he was. Okay. Um, so, like, with the shoes and everything, with the rules and how he had to um, get a little muscle to beat Detroit and how people, a lot of people didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, what about so. the de- the details about his gambling issues? And uh, during, at the time, you know, I was admittedly in 94 when he retired the first time. I was admittedly only what, 11 years old. So I, I was the same age that my son is now. So I didn't really know. I was what, five. Okay, yeah, you were five. So I didn't really know what was going on at the time. But that, the, the, the last dance really highlighted to me how serious his gambling, I guess you'd call it an addiction, was and how big of a deal it was in the sporting world and everything related to that. The one, I forget his name, but the one buddy he had who had done time in prison and looked like such a character, um, but he was his golfing buddy and they would supposedly gamble a lot. And Jordan had written him a check, I think, for $1.2 million. And I mean, just the real crazy shit related to Michael Jordan's gambling. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, once I heard about all of that, I mean, um, like once I got older and understood all of it, it was, I mean, to me, it was kind of, you know, weird how his dad died right after all of that, too. So, okay. like, I felt like it was connected, but, you know. The, anytime a conspiracy theory type thing comes up on the show today, we do. 
<laughs> it could have been. Honestly, it was super weird, wasn't it, Mo? I mean, his dad fell asleep on the side of the road and then showed up dead. Right. And not talked to anybody for a couple of weeks or so, yep. or a couple of days. And so. did, didn't Jordan retire shortly after that as well? He did, and he pursued his baseball oh. career. Now, I, don't I also I also think that David Stern has something to do with his retirement too. I I know that they do this whole it was never him retiring because because of his gambling issues and all of that. But I mean, think about it. He came back. He came right back. It was like he didn't even. It was like a punishment, and he knew it was a punishment. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's absolutely in my right. opinion. Okay, so there's something there. Is is. The two years where Hakeem Olajuwon, Otis Thorpe, Sam Cassell, guys like that really benefited as they won the title. Rudy T, Robert Ory, they won the title in both 94 and 95. I think it's so cool just to revisit, for me, Mo, some of these nostalgic series. I mean, what about where we saw Jordan hit the eight threes in a row? Keep in mind, this was an era where people didn't really shoot many three-pointers against the Trailblazers, and then Jordan just kind of shrugged. What What was your favorite? If you had to choose one, Mo, I'll ask you. As far as nostalgia and looking back on great series and things like that, what was your favorite series that they revisited? I always liked the New York series. Me a- personally. Because I like John Stark. Okay. Yeah, John Stark, um, Allen Houston, uh, of course, Patrick Ewan. But I, I always liked that matchup. I thought... John Stark tried to give it his all, but he <laughs> it never worked for him. John Starks is someone you got to like, I think, because he wasn't really highly touted coming out of college. I don't even know if he was drafted, if I remember correctly. So he was, you know, didn't necessarily have the best skill set, but he just, he was fearful. Played hard. He played really hard. He was undrafted. In 1988, he came out of Oklahoma State, and he was not drafted. And he found a home and built his legacy from 1990 through 1998 when he was with those New York Knicks teams. Of course, Patrick Ewing, Charlie Ward, guys like that. I I, I watched this series. Allen Houston, Allen Houston a, a Louisvilleian. Can't forget Allen Houston went to Ballard High School. He was a big part of it. Um what, what what I remember from watching this series, I watched it with my 11-year-old son, Johnny, is I would pause the series and say, Johnny, that's Charlie Ward. And then I would tell him the story about how Charlie Ward was a quarterback for Florida State, won the Heisman Trophy, wasn't even drafted to play in the NFL, you know, then went to the NBA and, you know, just stuff like that. It's so nostalgic to watch this for me. So, you, Mo, you chose the... New York Knicks series, which I love. Uh, Pat Riley was the coach with the slicked back hair and all that stuff. Um, what what sport, Mo, are you most looking forward to coming back? Well, I'm big on basketball and football, so I want both of them to come back. But I don't care what we get. I need everything back because ESPN has nothing. They were showing cool runnings the other day. <laughs> cool runnings. <laughs> which is a great movie, by the way. I'm- yeah, we're, we're what we're playing movies on ESPN now. Mm-hmm. Have you 
changed what what sports you were interested in at all? You said basketball and football. I know those are your bread and butter, but have you switched it up at all since the quarantine? Or, or I mean, are you interested in the same things today that you were six months ago? I mean, I watch I watch more soccer, um, but that's been that's been an ongoing process for a couple of years now. Um, I've been watching a little bit of cornhole <laughs> on ESPN. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that I'm a fan. I play it, but I don't know the rules or anything like that. Okay. But I'll watch that a little bit. I've seen, I watched a little bit of the Tiger Woods and the Phil Mickelson um, tournament or um, event that they had. I'm mm-hmm. not really big on golf either. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, not really. Okay. But there's no sports to watch, though. So there's nothing on TV. Yeah. It sucks. You right got now. you got Asian baseball <laughs> or Korean baseball or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. Was. No, I don't know, man. I guess we're supposed to get into that. I just don't even know. Mo, thank you very much. You're still in Colorado, aren't you? Yes, sir. When you get back to Louisville, we look forward to having you back in studio for the weekend sports buzz or even here for a podcast. Mo, thank you very much for coming on the line with us today. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you. Yes, sir. Y'all too. Great stuff there. Mo is what I would describe as being Mr. Dependable. He's always there. He listens to every single weekend sports buzz show. He doesn't call in. He texts me during the show, and he's always involved. I love Mo. Uh, I can't wait. He's, I believe he's going to move back to the Louisville area soon, and he'll get back involved with coming in, you know, as part of the rotation, part of the family for the weekend sports buzz. He, he brought up cornhoe. That's actually funny. You know how ESPN, they used to show, like, during the off seasons where nothing was going on, bowling and like darts and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. drone flying. I don't know a bunch of crazy stuff, but uh, cornhole. There's something about that. I I don't mind watching, sit back, drink a beer, and watch some people play cornhole. I mean, yeah, go to the bar. I see them play it. I, I've played it. You guys can come over to my house and watch me rollerblade. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, he forgot to add that he'll be fully naked too. You know what? <laughs> Rollerblading yeah. honestly is super fun. So if you fun. if you go to like a empty parking garage, have you guys ever done this? And you you go rollerblade at the very top, and and you know there's no cars in there, so you're able to go down, down. I haven't thought down. of that. If you do that, that's fun as shit. I haven't done it in probably 20 years. Do you have any skates? I don't have any rollerblades anymore. Need to buy some. I'm down. How much is a good pair of rollerblades? Yeah, 80, 90 bucks. Okay. Maybe not I bet good, you, but, you know, the wheel spin. You run across some skaters, they'll laugh at the bladers, right? It's like a... Brandon here's a big-time skateboarder. I still skate, so, uh, yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Fruit Brandon's breeders. 38 years old yeah. and skateboards regularly. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Hey, You're res- like a I renaissance it all, man, but right? I'm yeah. kind of at the age where I really don't care, you know. You don't if care you if you look like roller- a sissy? Yeah, if you think my rollerblading is... Super gay, super super gay. I care less. How how often, Steve? How often do you rollerblade? Well, my son has a scooter now. He's uh, oh my goodness, almost almost three years old. So we ride pretty much every day. That's awesome. It's a blast. Pretty much every day. It's a good workout. That's awesome. You got about eight kids now, or something like two two kids. Okay, close. My daughter is twelve now. It's crazy. For me, it's you know trippy, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, everybody uh, who's ever had a 12-year-old has said that, right? Guys, I've got a comment on the live feed here from Sandy. Yep. 
She says that Chris Embry got his ass beat by a girl in cornhole. Oh. Yeah, she's Yeah. My my girlfriend's got game when it comes to cornhole. I'm talking <laughs> I've never and listen, I know it sounds like I'm just talking to her cuz of my girlfriend, but no, she Look she, at that face. She put <laughs> Look at that face. Smack down. <laughs> Look, she probably scored 20 of the 21 points in and I don't oh. know. Is yeah. it is anybody a good bowler in here? No. I yes. can break a hundred. Sometimes. Okay. Is that good though? No. I don't know. No, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. You know what's pretty disheartening? Is when you're real active and you feel like you're in real good shape. I'm obviously speaking from personal experience. And then you go and you do something like bowling and you just get the shit kicked out of you by some people. That who, aren't active. Older, do fat anything. guy that yeah. doesn't do anything. Or racquetball. Have you ever played racquetball? No, against, I haven't. You've never played racquetball? No. That is a bougie sport, dude. It's pretty if you, fun. If you play racquetball against somebody who's, like, fat, but they play pretty regularly, they will kick the shit out of you, and you will feel like an idiot. I believe it. That's anything you do, though, That's right? true. I mean, there's some sort of... But it is funny that you brought that up about... You can be as athletic as you want, and it don't matter. If you don't have that home skill, you're going to get smacked. Same with jiu-jitsu, <laughs> right, Brandon? Yep. Or boxing even. Yep. I mean, athleticism does help in certain ways. Where, where do you play racquetball? I haven't played racquetball in years. But Is I that used, a YMC th- YMCA thing? Last time I played, I lived in an apartment complex in approximately 2006-ish. And they had a racquetball court. I think there's a club on Westport Road, right? Really? Yeah. yeah. Club, yeah. But, but I had a guy that I, I waited tables with at the time. And he was like, oh, I'll play racquetball. I was like, okay. You know, look, you're just looking for some fun. And he kicked the shit out of me. And, I, you know, you're exerting way tons of energy. Like basketball, even if you're in real good shape, I don't know. It applies to basketball, too. It does. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is in racquetball, I've never felt more helpless. This guy knew exactly where to move. I was running all over the place, sweating. He was barely breaking a sweat. Kicked the shit out of me. Steve, is there anything that your wife routinely beats you at? Nothing. (laughs) Seriously? Sport? Yeah. Has she ever beat you in bowling? No. (laughs) Brandon? I'm pretty good at bowling. Uh, The only thing... You know, maybe like a video game, you know. She beat me in Mortal Kombat or something. Okay. Ooh. I mean, she's smarter than me, but not, you know, she can't beat me in any sports. Okay, Brandon, anything? We, we established Chris gets his ass kicked by his girlfriend in Cornhole. Yeah, I think I think I can beat her physically at almost everything. Okay. Including jiu-jitsu. My stepmom boxing. will beat me in bowling, but she's bowled a lot. She grew up bowling. You like how I throw, have to throw a, uh, an excuse in there? Yeah. Real real sports like pool and darts. Bowling. I'm pretty good at darts. Are you? Yeah, that's that's fun sport. You guys, anybody a poker player? Nope. I'm I like pretty, pool. I like bowling. Are these competitions, though, or are they sports? Cause yeah, it's kind of, we're, we're kind of blurring the line, but... You know what? This is what you got to resort to when everything shuts down. Okay, this is an interesting conversation because because from the last dance, did you see the clip of where Michael Jordan had this super dorky United Center, which is where the Chicago Bulls played their games, 
employee, super dorky, tiny looking guy with a weird ass haircut. Him and Jordan were playing some game where they're taking like quarters and flicking them. I think they were trying to get them close enough to the wall without hitting the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. And Jordan was so competitive. He was taking people's money, and then he lost, and he, you could tell he was real pissed. Yeah. So that's the time where I paused it, and I was like, Johnny, that's a competitor. You know, he's always got to... And then they went into details about how Jordan would be playing... Ping pong. Ping pong, but in this case, I think poker on the the flights or the bus rides. And so him and Ron Harper and... I forget who else. Pippen would all be in one little area betting some big money. And then I forget who John Paxson, Bill Wennington and, and uh, Randy Brown, maybe, or BJ arms. I forget who there was some other guys who would play for like one or $2, but on the other end of the, the plane would be Michael Jordan, Pippen and Ron Harper. And they're playing for like $10,000 a hand. And they were just getting crazy competitive with it. So just the nature, is that a sport? Uh, Poker? No, it's a game. I think I think a competition that takes athletic prowess or skill in order to play is a sport. Anything else is just a, a game or competition. Okay, but but it's still honing your competitive nature. Michael Jordan just happens to really care about shit like that. Yeah, and it, okay, he cares he about it more than you or I, or any of us, for. And he just happens to be maybe the best basketball player ever. Is that a coincidence? You can be competitive at anything. I mean, fuck, they got CrossFit. You can be competitive at exercise now. You know what I mean? Like, so. Eh. I think Everything's border, a sport. borderline. I don't think it's, I mean, yeah, it's the most competitive. I think there's times where it just turns into you're just an asshole instead of being competitive. <laughs> but, yeah, he's the, greatest saying, ever, he's the greatest ever and most competitive. But, yeah, there's times where those lines get blurred. Was so Michael Jordan an asshole? A lot of times, yeah. Mike, my son Johnny is eleven. He was born in two thousand nine, so he obviously was not even born when Jordan played. So, watching all this, I would pause it and say, "And Mo helped me record an episode of the Johnny Patrick Show." And I asked Johnny on air, or I tried to get Johnny to ask Mo on air, "Was Michael Jordan a jerk?" And Johnny refused to ask the question. Okay. <laughs> And I talked to him afterwards. I was like, why did you not? He's like, I'm not asking that. And I was like, what do you mean? He's not a jerk. And we watched the entire Last Dance series, and Michael Jordan was a jerk. Not saying I dislike him, or I wouldn't have wanted him on my team. But he was. He just was. He punched his teammates. He routinely would like withhold food from Horace Grant for Horace Grant not doing very well. He would always talk shit to Scott Burrell. Okay. Was yeah. he a jerk? I mean... Uh, Is that being a jerk? What if I was yeah. like, Chris, you had a horrible show today on the weekend sports buzz. I'm going to need you to bring it next week more. You suck. <laughs> People that push back I would take against it, up it fine. He, he'd respect them, you know. You would take pa- it fine, Parrish and Kerr. I mean, those guys gained his respect when Michael tried to punk him and he wasn't, you know... My... Ego is too – that's the thing, man. Some of these guys – you get too many type A's like that, you're going to have this. It just – it's the nature of it. Uh, is is uh, LeBron a jerk? I mean, no, I don't think as much of a jerk as Jordan was. Look, you could win different ways. Larry Bird was a jerk, but was, you know, Hakeem or Bill Russell or LeBron. 
You can win different ways. Who is a champion in any sport that wouldn't be considered a jerk that won all the time? You know what's interesting is you mentioned the chief, Robert Parrish, and I'm an NBA nerd. NBA was my first love. Parrish was awesome, man. Par- the chief, I love Robert Parrish. Yeah, a couple domestic assault charges, but I, I can overlook that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> that's unrelated. All right. Robert Parrish got to play with Prime, Larry Bird. And then toward the end of his career, he got to play with Jordan. Jordan got in his face. Have you guys read this quote? No. Okay. So. Jordan got in his face and said, hey, man, you know, shut the fuck up or I'll, I'll, I'll kick your ass. And keep in mind, Robert Parrish was like 7'1", giant, old OG. You don't want to mess with him. Oh, and do, he, okay. was, he was <laughs> so, so Robert Parrish did not back down from Michael Jordan. Instead, he said, I'm going to bring the quote up here. This is one of my favorite things ever. He said, no, I don't think you will. And then, and then he said, guess what? Michael Jordan didn't mess with me anymore after that. <laughs> okay, so if you're a jerk like that and you're Scott Burrell or you're Horace Grant, maybe you, you're like, okay, he's trying to hold me to a high standard. I'll, I'll back off, right? But Jordan did test some people who didn't really. There it is. Robert Parrish told bully Michael Jordan to come and get some. And this was in, in front of a crowd of people at their practice. That's one of my favorite recent quotes I've read about Jordan is he, he was so crazy. He would feel you out and you're like, oh, you're seven foot. You, I mean, who at that time, who do you think would win in a fight, Michael Jordan or Robert Parrish? I think, uh, you know, we, we say win. Really, who wins when they scrap? I mean, I think Parrish would have done fine. Look at the long arms, man. He's 7'1". Reach is a lot if you're going to talk about fighting. Come on, guys. Right? You keep them away from you, you're all right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was much different time. There were so many elbows to the face and all kinds of craziness that went on in that era. It made it fun on a different level, uh, seeing those guys just beat the crap out of each other. It said Robert Par- Parrish had trained in martial arts. <laughs> I'm bringing up the quote here. I don't know why that intrigues me so much. So Jordan was crazy. Okay, he would hold people to a super high standard. I think it's different than LeBron. And according to Paris, Larry Bird wasn't quite like that either. So is there any... uh, I think Kobe was. Remember how mean Kobe was to guys like Andrew Bynum and Dwight Howard? Yep. Kobe was like that. Kobe was a mirror image of Jordan. So Mo Mo said it to me the other day. Kobe was Jordan 2.0. Was there any stories of Jordan being a jerk during his little faux baseball career, whatever you want to call it? Because he had to ride on buses with a bunch of bloats that were way below him, right? Not that I know of. uh, It seems like you don't get a lot of behind the scenes during that time right there. That's the thing that's kind of odd. You know, you had a few clips here and there of him getting off a bus or swinging a bat or something like that, but... Stunt doubles. It's it all just, fake. It just seemed re- Hit really... the button. Hit the button. There we go. Brandon, where, where are you trying to take this? you trying to make his, his stunt doubles? you saying that Jordan's venture into double-A baseball was fake? Never real. It's all CGI. Just like, you know, you watched the Field of Dreams. You think it was really Babe Ruth in the cornfield, man? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's what, an awesome sports movie. What we've resorted to in large part for this episode is talking about old stuff, right? 
which is okay. I could talk about this shit. Old for hours. stuff, what like freedom and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> talking about the Last Dance, which was so perfectly timed that they had an amazing ten-part series to release during quarantine. But I think it's enjoyable to talk about old shit like that, right? Michael Jordan is the ultimate, for guys my age in this age bracket. Chris, how old are you, 44? 43. It's turned 43. Okay. Yep. For for your age bracket, too, Jordan represents that as much as anyone. Yeah. um, You know, it's – I watched a lot of – his games, but I'm going to tell you the truth. When he was at the height of his career, I pulled against him constantly. Oh, me too. Uh, I, I mean, could I not stand. A lot of people, I don't know, to Couldn't see the Jordan. same team win every yeah. year. Man, I was. It's sort of like when the Golden State Warriors started doing it. I lost interest, uh, or when the Yankees would win every year that stretch. I uh, just don't. Um, I don't like. Uh, it's almost like. You know what's going to happen. Remember the same thing? We, we talked about that uh, at the end of the Golden State Warriors run. I was mm-hmm. so ready for that to be over. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, you got to have – if it's so lopsided, it takes away. It's sort of like the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry that's not real anymore because Louisville can't beat Kentucky. Uh <laughs> You know, it's fair. Uh, you I mean, gotta, it's, it's, it's accurate. You, you it's g- accurate. You got to have – a good competition on both sides, or it's not as entertaining. And of course, I just threw out smack at Louisville on purpose. I- Mo is still listening. He texted in Shaq and Bynum. We're both lazy, though. Kobe, oh yeah, Kobe should have been getting on their ass. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Now, was Jordan a jerk? Yes. Was it warranted? Yeah. I. I, I mean, had he not retired those two years, I think they could have won eight titles in a row. My opinion. And that, I don't think that's even going out on much of a limb. I wouldn't say I'm a Michael Jordan apologist. So Jordan in his prime was pretty fucking. What do you think good. about his last year, though, man? It, With the Wizards, he should have retired before he got to that because that was really hard to watch. What do you mean, the Wizards? Yeah, it was. Um, he probably could have. He should have stayed with the Bulls and not retired. They kind of forced him out, right? Well, yeah, he never got along they with Jerry. Doing a, Jerry Cross. a rebuild. Yeah. But, you know, it's sort of like the Tom re- Brady thing. It's sort of like the Brett Favre thing. Going to another team for that one year, man, cut that right jo- out. Joe Montana. Yeah, because I don't think it ever turns out good. Well, well you don't have an say, option. No, Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning, he went to Denver. He won a title, and it's statistically his worst season. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Brett Favre was, was impressive with the Vikings. He'll be back. Very. When the when the Saints remember knocked, all that. He'll be back. When the Saints knocked him out to win the Super Bowl during the whole Bounty Gate thing, he was unbelievable. That year was probably statistically one of his best years. Played for the Jets. I think it was. I'm not sure, Kelly. If I think that year with the Vikings was his best year. Was it? Maybe just because numbers just numbers the, got inflated with touchdowns, the and stuff era. Like that. But he was amazing with the Vikings. He beat the Packers every time. I'm bringing it up. What kind of numbers do you think Brett Favre put up that year for the the Vikings? His best year with the Vikings? I don't know. Did he have 40 touchdowns? 
33 touchdowns, threw for 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. See, that's a low interception total for him. He's that is. pretty high. His is, high that the, is that the most TDs he threw for with the Vikings? It, high for him in 1996, he threw 39 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. But quarterback rating, 75.6. In 2009 with the the Vikings. He played one season with the Jets. He threw 22 touchdowns, 22 interceptions. That's the thing about guys like Eli or even Joe Flacco or even Jameis Winston. We could go in so many different directions. What's going on with Cam Newton? I don't know. That's what I've been wondering too. Do you care about that? Yeah. I do too. It's crazy that he's not on a team. I think the big issue is a lot of teams have their starters set and they don't. It's kind of a difficult guy to have as a backup, you know. You can't bring him in. Yeah, I mean, he's started his entire career. Mm -hmm. Yep. Huge person. I mean, he's a presence. I would want him on my team. He's not going to be. He's going to play backup quarterback for you? I would want him on my team as a starter. I would too, but where's he going to go? The Cowboys. They They have two quarterbacks. I know. I'm just saying I'd rather have him start over both those guys. Dak? What about Dak turning down the biggest contract in the history of the sport? What about that? What was the reason? Uh, he wants Bill Gates' money is what he... No, he didn't say he that. He wants it adjusted so like at year four, he's making... Like he wants each year of his salary to, to go up so it represents the current value of the market because what happens is people sign the highest, the biggest deal, and then in three years... Backloaded. They're, they're like... Um, they have the 15th highest deal because every year somebody gets paid more. So in year in season four or five, he wants more money, you know, or season four, I guess. It's He's like, dealing with the market, though, that's in flux. The, the Cowboys messed up, though. They shouldn't have paid a running back that much money. They shouldn't have paid Amari Cooper that much money. They're in a, they shouldn't have paid they're that in much pickle. money for that big jumbotron. I mean, they're throwing money around everywhere like it's endless, right? Kind of like the same Yankees. With, same with college teams. I mean, that's why they justify they get all that money is to build these uh, locker rooms and these programs. I mean, if you look at Clemson, Oregon, or Ohio State, their it's facilities insane. are outrageous. Yep, it's. But that's why the school gets gives them so much money because they say, "Hey, we need money for the." You know, there's always. How good is Dak? Where does he rank among quarterbacks in the NFL, Steve? Uh, top. 12 to 15. Okay. I, mean, I don't think he's ever won a playoff game. I've watched him a lot. I think he's inter- inaccurate at times, but he's all right. I mean. So who's the I number one quarterback now since, you know, the shuffle kind of uh, happened? Um, Mahomes, I think, would go first on everybody's list. Where does Lamar Jackson rank? Probably second. Jeez. Absolutely. That's yeah. insane, though. It's true. Are Louisville fans hanging their hat on Lamar Jackson right now? I would be. Right, man. I hope he fucking continues to do well. He's so young. He's only how old is Lamar Jackson? I love that guy. Twenty. Talk about authentic. Three. No, I don't think he's four yet. I think Joe Burrow is like twenty-four. He's younger than Joe Burrow. Lamar Jackson's twenty-three. He just turned twenty-three in well in January. Yeah, didn't he play uh, uh, like at seventeen for Louisville or something like that? Craziest shit or in the eight. world. Really, if he keeps this up, which I don't know historically if he'll be yeah. able to, which is not 
But you don't have teams in the offseason right now working on trying to stop them. I mean, you know. But they're doing something. They're doing Zoom calls. On Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, what, you don't think that has value? Not as much as being in camp. No, but maybe they do. We don't know where these defensive backs are living. I see Lamar Jackson working out all the time on, you know, he's posted social media. I can't say the same about the Browns' defensive line, you know. Okay. I I hope Lamar Jackson continues to do well. So much. So much. Uh, Goes down as the best player ever. In the history of the NFL. He's, he's got to be one what? of the most entertaining players. Are you hyped about the uh, what if Bengals? Uh, I have a little glimmer of hope for the Bengals. I think I think they'll be all right, man. You know what, though? You and I have been on the air together for how many years, Steve? I don't know, three? No, more than that. More like five. How many times preseason have you said that to me? <laughs> Kelly, every, every Kelly, yeah, Kelly, you're too pessimistic. <laughs> You're too pessimistic. I didn't say it last year. I okay. didn't say it last okay, year. Okay, maybe you didn't say it last year. But the year before that, they had too did. many injuries. They had so many injuries. Okay, so I'm just saying, fool me once, you know, shame on you. <laughs> You're messing it up. Fool twice. <laughs> can't, Bush can't get fooled again. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is this. I'm very cautiously. No, I won't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. I have a little glimmer of reason to be hopeful for the Bengals. But it's not going to come to fruition. I'm going to instead cheering for the AFC North Ravens, the other team in the division, and Lamar Jackson. I am on board with cheering for the Ravens. I'm with you. Over the Bengals. If they play each other, no. I'll be kind of neutral. I'm I'm still a Bengals fan in my heart. I'll cheer for the Browns. They're also in the AFC North. I don't care. I mean, you've stated in the past that you're absolutely a bandwagon jumper. I am. I am. I'm with you. Look, I don't have the on the football side of things in the NFL. I'll cheer for the the Kentucky Wildcats football team all day. Yeah, I mean it's and I'd even like the Wildcats to win it in basketball. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I like seeing action. You wouldn't have said that 15 years ago, though, right? I, I mean, it's the evolution of a sports fan. I don't Maybe. even believe it's true. You don't? No. You think behind closed doors, I'll say some different. Yeah, things? you want them to lose. You serious? What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. We can cuss and all of a sudden I'm being verbally assaulted. <laughs> Is that what happens here? Guys, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the weekend sports buzz. We are brought to you by Louisville Combat Academy, located at seven nine zero eight Buell Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, four zero two two eight. Was this fun at all, guys? Yeah. Man, uh, it was good to come back to see you guys. At least better than nothing, right? Yeah. We'll get a picture. This happened. Did. You know, we didn't have to wear masks to come into your apartment. Nope, nope, we did not. You know, so we didn't break uh, any limits of how many people. You know, anyway, I guess we didn't. I don't know. I don't really care. Cause I'm a badass Ooh, rebel man. <laughs> yeah, I like it. We appreciate everyone tuning in to the weekend sports buzz. Hopefully, we'll have another episode out soon. Thank you very much.